Hi, I'm Cam. And I'm Katie. And this is the Nerdbook Review. In this first episode, we're just going to tell you a little bit about ourselves and our podcast to be. We use the term nerd with the utmost love, and we definitely describe ourselves as nerds on a regular basis. So it might be strange to bring this up, but do you remember that yard sale we went to <laughs> when I think we were going to lunch with your cousin Brittany? Yeah. So yeah. we were walking around downtown, and we went to a yard sale because we love yard sales. Absolutely love them. Yard sales are great. The child has really put a damper on yard sales because he doesn't like to be in and out of his car seat. Yeah, it's but, really disappointing. Anyway, so we went to this yard sale and I was looking at all the books that this guy had on a table. And I called Kim over. I was like, hey, there's a whole bunch of nerd books over here for you. The guy was absolutely insulted that we would call them nerd books, even though we meant it in the absolute nicest way. I mean, I'm a nerd and we love nerd books. I think you bought three. I did. In fact, I started that 1642 series, one of the alternate history series, he because so of that book. He was so offended, though. Yeah. He was so offended. Absolutely. So, in case anyone might be offended, we use the term nerd to describe ourselves and as a term of endearment. So, first off, we are not professional book reviewers. We have read many hundreds of fantasy books over about a 20-year period, but we do not have any formal training as book reviewers. We don't have English degrees or anything like that. And we we definitely have preferences and biases, and I'm sure they'll definitely show in our reviews. It's hard to avoid, and it's just part of what we enjoy about the books. Absolutely. Now, about us. We are a married couple who enjoy reading many of the same books, and we thought this would be a fun way to spend some family quality time together while actually having a real discussion about the books that we often read together. A lot of these books might be ones that we've read in the past. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to have read as many books as we read and not go back and have a list of ones that we really want to have people read or ones that we liked enough that we think are worth you seeing. And it's just fun to have a discussion about something that we love so much, even if, you know, it's been a while since we read them, which we'll usually reread them anyway. Several of the first ones that we'll review are ones that we liked, thought we liked, or um, <laughs> think are worth reading. I mean, we're always looking for new books. Absolutely. So there will be new releases peppered in, and it definitely doesn't mean that we will both like each book. Or that we'll agree on any of them. In fact, the very first book that we'll end up reviewing, we're going to be pretty ambivalent about. I thought we were going to love the book, or I was going <laughs> to love the book, and that she would as well. But it turns out that it's not as good as I remember it being, even though I still love the series, absolutely. <laughs> so what about this podcast? What will the podcast be? Mostly we'll review fantasy and historical fiction, along with the occasional sci-fi and quote-unquote geek books that Katie might suggest. I have degrees in history and religious studies, and the interest that led me to get those degrees will show in my selection of historical fiction and fantasy books. Whereas I have degrees in architecture, which will probably show in my inability to properly critique writing. <laughs> I've never met an English class I couldn't get an A in, but I don't read to pick apart the prose, and I'm not going to be able to tell you the difference between the different kinds of third-person narrative. Yeah, that's not what this podcast is about. It's definitely just going to be about books that we like to read and... As long as they're not just put together so poorly that no one can read them, if they happen to be a Kindle book that your father likes to read. Oh, man. There's <laughs> this line from this. I, I told my dad to just get a book for like his birthday or something that I'd pay for it because at the time he was using my Kindle account on his phone. And so I was like, well, there's this book on my phone. I already paid for it. I might as well read it. I only kept reading it because there were such ridiculous phrases, one of which was, I kid you not, he knew how to get out of a house without being noticed. He did so now. <laughs> how is that descriptive? How is that good writing? I don't know. Yeah, definitely not. I didn't write it. <laughs> yes. 
So my love is definitely alternative history. So I'm probably going to force Katie to read and review a book by an author named S.M. Sterling. He has a couple of series. They're basically one series, but to the two different sides of things. Change and the Emberverse series. Basically, technology stopped and they went back to medieval technology. It's set in the Northwest. Uh, United States of Boise is a big one, and us being from the Boise area, it was something that I kind of <laughs> liked, I'll admit. But I like my history books. Um, it's just been my love ever since I was a young child. So we're going to give you the book cover or the Goodreads synopsis, and then we'll give you our own synopsis if we feel like that one isn't truly descriptive enough. Or if it's really long and tedious. Yes. We will also discuss our opinions about the book without giving away any spoilers. If it's a book that we have really strong opinions about the plot, we might give you a notice in the middle of the podcast and tell you that there's going to be spoilers following and then finish off our conversation with full spoilers yes, so that anyone can you know, continue reading if they want to hear our real opinions. And if enough people actually end up, or end up listening to this podcast and start sending in their own thoughts and books that we're going to review, then at that point we'll probably add in an, a period at the end where we will... Um, yeah, read our the input. from. Yep. And we'll also talk about kind of how we feel about the main theme of the book we might not always agree on what it even is we'll talk about how they made us feel and the specific points of the book on what our opinions rest yeah and that's going to be um i think an important thing to us is how the book made us feel Mm -hmm. that's just something that i think for both of us is important for why we read absolutely we'll give the book a rating on a five star scale five being the best depending on how we felt about it and we'll each give our own rating so we'll also talk about who the intended audience is and who they may not be. Some and of if our, it's even fitting for that audience. Some of our books will be on an adult end of the scale, and some of them will be perfectly fine for young teens to read. And I have a weakness for like young adult dystopian fiction. I don't know why. I just love the imagination out of it. There's always something special about you know the way someone sees the future. We both have already mentioned a little bit that I have degrees in history and religious studies and that she has a degree in architecture we obliquely mentioned that we have a child a two-year-old son named bran who is amazing and let's talk a little bit of how we got into our love of reading i've been an avid reader since i was a young child and i've probably read hundreds of history and fantasy books it all started with the Redwall series when i was a young child everyone loves a swashbuckling mouse and a grumpy badger it's definitely a series that i would recommend for any parent Um, If you have a young nerd on your hands or you want to have a young nerd on your hands, this is a series for you. And I even read them. I didn't continue on with, you know, nerdy books until I was a bit older. But when I was in elementary school, I loved these books. And there are so many of them. And then I remember Watership Down with the uh, rabbits as well. So apparently I've just loved anthropomorphizing. I've never read that one. Really? Mm -mm. Yeah, it's pretty good. An angry rabbit who is just trying to keep his warren safe from... Uh, farmers who are trying to gas them. Oh, okay. Yes. All right, then. Yes, very important. I also loved the History Channel when I was a kid. Now, this was back when they actually had history programs on. And not just Nazi and uh, Hitler documentaries? Yes. That's, well, mm, that that's, existed? <laughs> and let's remember, there's also things like Gold Rush and uh, the Alaskan Bush people, things like that. I think that's on the History Channel. So Is the history one that has the naked and afraid? I think that's Discovery. Oh, okay. It probably is. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Discover those blurry shapes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. But uh, just to to drive home the point that I've loved history um, ever since I was a little kid, I think I was 12 
when I got into an argument with one of my uncles about the real reason that I thought that the Normans beat the English at the Battle of Hastings in 1066. Oh, yeah, and I... Couldn't care less. I was going to say, I couldn't even tell you who fought the Battle of Hastings, or that it was in 1066, or that it was really a real battle. Yes. It was actually on Friday the 13th. That's one of the theories of why Friday the 13th is considered a unlucky day. Just Uh, No, I'm pretty sure that came about when I was born, because I was born on Friday the 13th. (laughs) There you are. Before then, they were like, oh, yeah, this is a great day. Oh, no. Oh, no. Not now. And I wasn't really a History Channel buff. I loved the Science Channel. It was mostly astronomy-based when I was younger, but I had a lot of Egyptology shows that I loved. (laughs) I watched so much Science Channel. It was amazing. So I grew up as a farm kid. Uh, We grew alfalfa and corn, and alfalfa is hay for any of you who don't know that. We also raised several hundred head of bottle-fed calves every year. I did enjoy driving tractor and setting water, but I absolutely hated having to get up early in the morning to bottle-feed calves. And I was just telling him the other day that, you know what, I wouldn't mind it if they were like baby pygmy goats that I had to bottle feed every morning. I could do that (laughs) because they're so cute. Yes. I think that when you grow up having to do that stuff, it's not quite so cute as it is for someone that never had to and wants a goat or two. But they also weren't baby pygmy goats. Cows are stupid. That's true. So there's a reason we eat them and they don't eat us. So I wasn't necessarily encouraged in my nerdly pursuits as a child, but I was definitely pushed into playing sports. Something that I sometimes loved and sometimes hated to do. I used to joke when I was younger that I was a nerd trapped in an athlete's body, but I can assure everyone listening out there that it has been a long time since that was the truth. So after the Redwall books, uh, my first big fantasy series I got into in middle school, uh, thanks to an English teacher who I actually hated. I could not stand her, but she couldn't stand me either, and I got done with my work early a lot, and she gave me a book that her husband liked to read called The Wheel of Time by Robert Jordan. And from there on, I was hooked on that series. It is a absolutely bloated series. And there are times when they will spend pages describing a chair in a room that no one will end up sitting on. But I loved it. And to this day, I love it. So just today, I was listening to Brandon Sanderson's podcast, and they were talking about author voice. And he was talking about how he at first had a hard time because he tried to write in Robert Jordan's voice, but he would just use little things. And so it didn't fit with any of the rest of what he was writing. Just offhand, unfortunately, Robert Jordan died before he was able to finish this series. Something that we are all worried about with George R.R. Martin as well. He died and he had everything arranged ahead of time. He knew he was dying. And he had Brandon Sanderson, who is an amazing author, finish the series for him. And so that's what Katie was just talking about right there. Fortunately, everyone probably thinks that the best books of the series are the ones that Brandon Sanderson finished off. Uh, Like I said, I also did read the Redwall books, but then I took a long break from reading a real fantasy book. I loved horror and suspense stories. I remember really enjoying Stone Words when I was younger, uh, A Wrinkle in Time, which obviously is more fantasy, and the Goosebumps books. I think every young suspense and horror lover was really into the Goosebumps books. Oh, even I loved the Goosebumps books. Yeah, I mean, the TV show was just crap, but... I'd never seen a single episode. There... I don't. I only saw a few. I don't know how many they really made. I don't know. And I know a couple years ago they made a movie, but I never watched that either. Cause, eh. but as I got a little bit older, I mostly read my parents' library books because I was really, I guess, lazy. I don't know. Without a Kindle, it was not so easy to just find books. So I spent a lot of time reading uh, Clive Cussler and Mary Higgins Clark, and also 
Uh, John Grisham, that was the one, the lawyer. All Everything was law. I don't know why. I was really into it. So, as we've mentioned, we are a married couple. And nerddom, maybe even geekiness, but I'm not sure I'm going to give into geekiness. World of Warcraft yeah. is geeky. Okay. Any ma- any MMO, geek. But here's the thing. is I, well, I didn't really care about the lore. I wasn't the guy that was going to get into, you were going to get into an argument with about whether night elves w- were being portrayed the proper way or anything like that. So I didn't care about that. I just enjoyed the game. Uh-huh. So I played WoW, and a girl who was in our guild was a bartender, and we, my, a buddy of mine and I met up with her to have some drinks at the bar, and... <laughs> To make this less convoluted, Cameron and his best friend were in one guild. They went to meet this other girl. She worked at a bar with my sister. Yes. His best friend and my sister started dating, and they dated for years. Yes. And then we met. And then we met. Through them. Yes. We met on a camping trip. I really liked her. I don't know how her feelings towards me were. I mean, my boyfriend was with me. Yes. That's true. (laughs) And I was dating someone else at the time as well. We just happened to both have broken up with our significant others about the same time period. Which was at least a year later. Oh, yeah. If not two. More than that, I think. Yeah. I think. Because we met a few times. We left you at the bar once. Oh, yeah. They left me at the bar once. I was the only one concerned. I, I was like, he can find a way home. Oh, he did. I found a way home. <laughs> I mean, not to his home. <laughs> no, but I did find a way home. After we finally both were single, she actually messaged me on Facebook and asked if I wanted to hang out sometime. Well, we talked a long time before I said anything about hanging out. That's why this next part makes sense. Okay. We were just chatting. Yes, that's we true. We could have just been chatting as friends, yes. even though we had never talked outside of like being around our my sister and his friend before. Yes. So she asked if I wanted to go hang out, and I said, yes, we should go to this place. It's I don't even think any of them are there anymore, but it was called Bruforia. And we both are beer snobs. We love our craft beers. And this place just has hundreds of beers. She didn't realize that it also served like real meals. Yeah, I thought it was just snacks and stuff because they have, you know, their walls are full of coolers of beer and they have a couple kegs so that they have beer on tap. But I didn't realize people actually went there for dinner. Yeah. And it's, I mean, they actually had really good food. Oh, yeah. It was great. Yeah. So we ended up having a great time and talked for hours after that. And within a relatively short period of time, we were dating. Um, Just a few months after that, we moved in together. We got engaged, I don't know what, six, seven months into dating. Then we did Mm, date. Was it that short? I think it was pretty, it was maybe June. Yeah. So I guess a little bit longer than that. It was June. You had been slowly talking me into it for a while before that. Yes, that is true. (laughs) And then we were engaged for a year before we got married. So now we have been married for three and a half years. Almost four. Almost four. Yep. June will be four. Uh, We have a almost two-year-old son named Bran and a Boston Terrier named Pepper who has been this entire time trying to get us to play with a ball. She's not very happy with us. So if you're lucky or unlucky enough, you might be hearing her in the background making lots of noise. (laughs) That is absolutely true. So we've probably mentioned this a little bit already, but Basically, we just are going to create this podcast, not because we think that we are amazing podcasters and that we have insights that no one else has, but we thought that this would be something that'd be fun since we're going to be reading the same book, some quality time together. I think it's also his way to bribe me into reading books that I don't feel like it, because every once in a while he'll give me a recommendation, and he, first of all, most of the time doesn't tell me anything about the book, (laughs) like 
this first one we're going to review. Yes. He didn't tell me anything about it. He was just like, for like a year, just read it, just read it, just read it. Well, we'll see how that turned out, but... Yeah, and we got the idea in the first place because Katie, like, jokingly suggested that me and a couple of my friends who also love the Wheel of Time series should do a podcast with the three of us, but all of us are pretty busy, and we probably never were going to be able to find a time to get together. (laughs) So I thought, you know what? Doing a podcast with my wife would be an awesome idea. She's not as quite as big into the idea as I am, but... Yeah, and we'll probably have them on as guests to, you know, pick books and then review them. So that should give a little bit of a a break from us if anyone actually listens. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to try to do this as equally as possible. The problem that we may have early on, especially, is that I love to talk. And Katie... Not doesn't love to hear the sound of her own voice quite as much as I, I do. I have had to pepper. I have had to both record audio before as a technical voiceover, and then edit that audio, and then animate over that audio. Listening to my own voice is not fun for that many hours. Yes, I can see that. There you are. You have a little bit about us and what we plan on doing with this podcast. We definitely hope that you will listen. And maybe more than once. Yeah, and uh, if you actually do listen, I mean, tell us what you think. Yeah. I mean, email us. It's uh, nerdbookreview at gmail.com, singular. <laughs> yes. Know that. No, know that. Just nerdbookreview at gmail.com. Uh, like I said, we are hoping that people will read along with us after a few episodes and give us their own thoughts and opinions as they read. And yeah. we'll definitely, if you do that, mention it on the podcast yeah and we will announce the next book we're going to read at the end of each review so that if you want to you know actually listen pepper jesus if you actually want to read so that you can hear the spoiler part then uh feel free absolutely thank you very much thanks